Welcome to Party of Four with David Deneen Porter. On Party of Four, before the game begins, each player receives an envelope in which is a sort of get-out-of-jail-free card they can use whenever they're in serious danger. All right, everyone. Welcome to Party of Four, a podcast about four people. We're all having a good time here already, so why don't we invite you in to join us? Next to me over here is none other than Johnny Pemberton. Johnny, say hello. Hello. And then next to him is James Hartnett. Hi, guys. Over there is Ian Carmel. Hi. Hello. And next to Ian is Becky Johnson. Hello to all the ladies. It is an all-female audience today. Okay. We I are also celebrating. want to say hello, the la- hello ladies. Me too. Yeah. Hi, I ladies. would like to give a non-gender specific greeting. To mm. the ladies. <laughs> the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say hi, chums, to all the ladies. Um, I'll say hi to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, James, for including uh, our next generation of newts. All right, so why don't we introduce our characters, as this is a role-playing podcast. We are all playing, well, they are all playing characters. So, Johnny, who are you? Uh, I'm playing the character of uh, Jim Sugarman, and Jim Sugarman is a, uh, there you go, Jim Sugarman uh, is a disgraced former member of the CDC in Atlanta, Georgia, the Center for Disease Control. Uh, He started investigating too heavily into the, um, the intelligence behind the nature of fire, (laughs) <laughs> uh, because fire, uh, as he has discovered to be true, is fire is an alien intelligencer that's set to wipe out um, the Earth and humankind as because they're aliens from millions of billions of years ago. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Jim, uh, Jim is partially immune to fire. What percentage? I'm not really sure. He also, uh, once a day, can summon up to 12 crows. The crows do nothing but, but just appear... They just appear, and uh, his weakness is he has a, he's his right hand will go dead and tuck into his side if he, if he gets uh, exposed to cinnamon or bananas, or any combination thereof, and it, it won't go away, until he has a scone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, great cinnamon, or slash and. And it tucks into his side like it enters his body. Bananas? No, it just tucks. It's like it's like it becomes. Oh. Like a palsy. Re- it's rest. It's like a palsy. Yeah. A it's, it's, it's resting position becomes like right between the ribs and the top of the pelvis. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, but, it's, but it's useless. Like Bob Dole. It's mm-hmm. very much like Bob Dole. Great. Yeah. yeah. Pin in there. Just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank just you for knowing dynamic. about Bob Dole. But this is we like the most famous American thing. Right. Of all time. Right, the pen. Yeah, try it. Bob Dole. <laughs> Bob Dole is... Uh, Do you think he had too many cinnamons back, and like, bananas? Could be. Um, their politics are not the same, though, because Jim's okay. politics are global, not... Um, not reg- local? No. He's f- he doesn't think local. He's No, he doesn't, because he's like, well, Jim's he's, from the South. And, oh, and, right. Well, right. I don't, I'll be Sugarman? speaking in Jim. So I want to ask... Jim Sugarman, that's right. Jim Sugarman. I want to ask one point of clarification. Is is fire aliens? Fire is aliens. Okay. <laughs> fire is a uh, fire is an alien intelligence that's come from billions of light years away to, to enslave mankind. Currently, they are enslaving mankind right now. Fire is in the form of electricity. Is what is enslaving us all. Right. Anytime you flick a light switch, you're like you're you're setting off fire. Right. You're invoking the demon <laughs> of inter intergalactic sorts. 
Oh, uh, so <laughs> okay. So the, hey. thing, the idea that man controls fire is is a is something that fire laughs at daily. <laughs> fire sure does laugh too. Fire laughs. Yeah. Well, there is no coincidence that Loki, the god of mischief, is also the god of fire. It is not a coincidence. Fire set it up as such to defray. It's a classic uh, poisoning the well scheme where. You uh, pull, you you discredit your discreditors by discrediting yourself. That's what fire's done. <laughs> right. Okay. That makes perfect. I can't uh, believe this guy lost his job. Yeah. I can't. Uh, I can. Um, <laughs> James. Well, who who are you gonna portray for us today? Uh, my character's name is Tony Clam, and he's a, a club promoter in Manchester. He was there in the eighties mostly. Uh, worked with New Order and the Happy Mondays and uh, <laughs> Stone Roses and the like. And uh, he, uh, in about 1993, he went to the toilet <laughs> and he fell asleep. And then he woke up in this land. So now he's just uh, in this magical land. And uh, <laughs> he's trying to get a club going, <laughs> but uh, not, not much so far, not much luck. <laughs> Uh, his strength is promoting <laughs> and his weakness is he loves to laugh <laughs> I think oh we'll get along god. just fine oh my god loves to laugh and that's a, we- that's a weakness yeah okay because he just alright Um. and uh, Mr. Carmel alright my character is Orlando Cowboy the <laughs> third and he is the great grandson of the very first cowboy. So he's a... <laughs> he himself is not a cowboy. He's a political science professor at Case Western Reserve in Cleveland, Ohio, to the college there. His strengths are stern looks, horsemanship, the lariat, campfires, and political science. <laughs> What's, His, a, what's a lariat? It's, a, it's like, like a, a lasso. lasso. Oh, okay. Yeah. His weaknesses are being lonesome, coyotes, cowboy lullabies, and the call of the wild, and libertarians. <laughs> oh, that's a weakness. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Very interesting mm-hmm. twist on the cowboy archetype. We are not going to get along. As in- <laughs> <laughs> He's not. It, a, he's he himself not a cowboy. Just legacy. No, cowboy. I know, but he's got so many cowboy like traits. I know. Yeah, I well, love it's complicated. it. Complicated. You really managed to trouble the waters. Yeah. Um, Rebecca, okay. what's up? So I have uh, my character's name is Dolly Gorgon. She is Dolly Parton, but she has snakes right. for hair. <laughs> and she is. Um, uh, okay, so yeah, Dolly Parton with snakes for hair. Uh, her powers are that she can turn people to stone who look in her eyes, but she wears glasses a lot Mm -hmm. sunglasses because she's a polite young woman um she looks young anyway uh her strengths are music hope folksy wisdom she got good (laughs) curves and she got good manners and i'm trying to do an accent (laughs) i'm trying to do an accent and i'm really worried about these other (laughs) accents getting in the way so we'll see how that goes uh weakness is that she dies if she's decapitated Uh um and fried foods because she loves them she loves them too much so decapitation is one of her weaknesses. Yeah, like a lot of people. Basically, being killed is one of her weaknesses. She also she also runs a literacy program for the uh, children of Tennessee. They each get two free books a year. True fact about Dolly Parton. Oh, everyone Every in child? Tennessee gets yeah. two free books. Yeah, 
The are same. They, they are, get the same books. Yeah, they get <laughs> every. They get the same book every six. Like every six <laughs> months, they two. get another edition. <laughs> of Bible. Um, what color is your parish? Of Korea's <laughs> moment in the sun. <laughs> a new modern history of Korea post-war. Dolly's <laughs> 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 really into that. Uh, it's a good book. I'm reading it. All right. Um, great, everyone. And I, of course, am the game master, and I will be portraying uh, a trouble person who creates conflict and orchestrates mostly James weeping. James, oh. let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll Wasn't be prepared that. for that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be that a lot today, I hope. Um, great. So why don't we begin the adventure by including the adventure sting now. The adventure begins. Ooh. All of you guys wake up in a field with a hangover, which is how every one of these has started so far. You wake up in a field with a hangover, and you look around and see the waste of a massive party the night before. Before any of you have an opportunity to react, uh, you all see that your purses, which would have carried your various pieces of gold and silver, are heaped up in a heap, clearly empty. You are now without any funds, and today all of your spouse's birthdays. They have no gifts, and you have no money. <laughs> Begin. What happened? I don't normally drink at all. I feel really out of control last night. Well, there, there is a reason that the god of liquor and mischief is the same, because fire is clearly the culprit implicated in this hangover situation. Fire... Oh. How you doing? Oh, well, I, I don't know if we need to make it all sorts of mystical mumbo-jumbo. Looks like this is just a straight-up smash and grab. Looks like all our bags <laughs> done being turned over. Right, it appears that they have orchestrated it to appear as such. Well, I, I mean, I'm not sure. This may, may not be smoke and mirrors. I think we just done got robbed. Well, I, th- I think we might have been drugged. I had one lager last night. Passed out. And I can't remember drinking at all. I drank quite a bit. Roll. No, oh, I got a nine. The memory of drinking for the last 40 years suddenly rushes back into your head as all of the mistakes you made compile into a single aneurysm of memories. <laughs> oh, all right. You don't die. Wait, what's alcohol? I might have been confused about this. Is alcohol the, the drinks that burn your throat and make you go crazy? Yeah, it is. That's why they call it fire water. It's no, not a coincidence that it's called fire water because it is the work of fire. To confuse I have it. a problem. I am an alcoholic and I didn't know. I thought I just loved weird juice. <laughs> what's, wait, what's juice? It's a product of fruit when it has been centrifugally de- deintegrated. <laughs> that sounds awfully northern. Don't don't you listen to him there, sweetheart. Fruit's just the thing what falls off a tree. Natural as anything. Oh, she said juice, sir. Oh, she sorry. said juice. Uh, <clears throat> fruit fruit is often mashed to make juice. There is it. I'm getting all confused. I'm just all upset. It's my wife's birthday today. It's my husband's birthday. It is my wife's birthday as well. It's my girlfriend's birthday <laughs> as well. My wife's dead, but doesn't mean I don't celebrate it. <laughs> hey, maybe you're not all bad over there. Maybe you're not all bad. Oh, I'm from Atlanta, from Atlanta, Georgia. That's fantastic. Am I, I the only one here? Not from the southern United States. Well, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm from oh. Pigeon Forge, mm. I think. I was from Atlanta first, mm. but uh, 
on account of General Sherman coming through there and doing what he did with fire, mm. uh, that's that's what happened. Well, there was a big fire in Atlanta. Burned down the whole right. town. Uh, yep. Even a northerner such as myself would question the war <laughs> tactics of General Sherman, driving all those good people who just happened to be caught up in a bad situation directly into the Atlantic Ocean. Well, of course, it was the only way to win the war, um, which is the only way to end slavery. Well, I'm from a place where the mountains smoke and there ain't no fire. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> well, it's true. Um, all of you guys get a, a, a vibration on your spousal stone, which you all keep around your neck. <laughs> which uh, <laughs> indicates that your spouses, at wherever you live, have just woken up and are looking for you because they're hoping for a surprise. Well, don't this just beat all? We're going to have to make it look like we got something planned all day. I suggest we work together because we are all in the same predicament. I think we need some cold hard cash, and I think we need it fast. Yes. I'm going to put on a concert. What do you guys think? <laughs> I think that's a good that's idea. That's a bad idea. That's a fantastic idea. Actually, oh. I still have some contacts uh, for some <laughs> not bad bands. Um, I know the bass player of the Happy Mondays, Toby oh, I love them. Clifton. And he, no, wait, that's a guy. Toby <laughs> Cliftonman. And he's got a not bad band now. Sort of like a dance rock sort of thing. I could give him a call and maybe he could play the concert for all our wives. Oh, it's a great idea. Roll. Uh, seven. Oh, you can successfully call Tony Cliftonman or Toby Cliftonman then. All right. And, uh, as opposed to the Arctic Monkeys, which is who you would have to have called had you lost that roll. <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> if you right. want to call him just a second here use my phone doo, doo, doo. that is fire magic just make a note of that hello Toby who's this now is this uh, who's this now it's Tony Tony yeah <laughs> Which one? Tony and Angelo? No, Tony Clam. Oh, Tony Clam. It's been a long time. Aye, it has, yeah, yeah. Look, um, I'm with a few mates here and... um, Oh, let me guess. You lost all your money and you need me to come out to retirement with me band. You nailed it! (laughs) They don't call me psychic bass player from the Happy Mondays for nothing, do they? Oh, they sure do. Well, can you do it? Can you come play this concert? I mean, we've got to impress our wives. I suppose I could be induced to come out of retirement for the right price. Oh, well, well what, what, what do you need? How much money? Well, seeing as you don't have any money, it would be foolish for me to ask for any. <laughs> All I want is one night with your Julia. <laughs> Julia Roberts, the famous Hollywood actress. My wife! Your wife. Bloody hell. Well, I don't... I have to talk to the other people. Hang on. He says he wants one night with my wife, Julia Roberts. You're married? Yeah. Then why do you have a girlfriend? Well, she's another one. <laughs> I'd say just. I'd say let her. Let, let it ride. Let it. Let it. Let it play. Absolutely. I mean, what is the true meaning of a sexual relationship? Y'all still gonna love each other after it's over? Perhaps she's been penetrated by another man, but that doesn't mean. All right, mixed company, gentlemen. Mixed company. Yeah, I mean, we're we're in quite a pickle barrel here. Maybe you should go ahead and let him do it. Hmm. 
I mean, we all know that Julia Roberts is the work of the Antichrist, so she's not a real per. Well, never mind. Sorry about that. I mean, I mean your, it's your wife. I don't that's actually something that holds some merit. Yeah, I mean, I think you're talking crazy most of the time, but she is the work of the Antichrist. Yeah, mm. she's. Hello, Tony. Oh, sorry, too. But yeah, we're just, you know what? Um... No, I'm just here with Julia now, and uh, mm. she, she wants me to have sex with her, so I need your permission, and I need it now. <laughs> I mean, she's ready to go. Uh, all right, uh, have sex with her, but don't make love. Oh, I'm done. Oh. <laughs> that was painful. <laughs> I've never done that before. That's the very first time I've ever made love, and I liked it. Thank you, Julia. All right, I've come out of retirement. Uh, just tell me how to get to wherever you are. Oh, uh, well. Where are we? I think you got to get drunk and fall asleep in a field. Drunk? <laughs> in a field? <laughs> You're talking to Toby here. I'm already drunk in a field. <laughs> Look behind you. What? Toby! <laughs> Toby! Oh, great. You got an acoustic bass? That would probably be the best option, I think, for this situation. Yes, I brought me acoustic bass. It's a Ranwangler. Love it. And you know, the interesting thing about this bass is it's made out of steel forged in the hottest fire in England. Oh, is that right? Well, that right. might be a problem because fire does have a nature to be residual, lasting on an object. But uh, as long as it's been removed from fire for a length of time over than a fortnight, you might be all right. I dip it, <laughs> <laughs> but I dip it in the. My accent vanished. So <laughs> That's all right. It happens to all of us. Doesn't happen to me. Won't happen for the Remove next hour. Remove from fire. <laughs> I dip it in every night just to give it a new bit of melt. Well. I'll tell you what. Here, listen to this. Let me crack out a few notes from the younger days. This is a B followed by a C. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. We still got boom, it. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Oh, what was that? Something's wrong with me bass. Sounded like a horse. <laughs> got a, you got, you got a, horse a horse in your bass? You got a horse in your bass? Just then, the bass transforms into a burning horse, screeching. <laughs> As it burns to death in front of you. <laughs> you must roll. I'm going to roll here. Four. I scored a ten. Oh, shit. Oh, dear. What happened? Uh, whatever you were thinking of doing with this fire isn't going to work. Now tell us what you were thinking. I was thinking about uh, using my body as a shield because I have a partial immunity to fire. Oh. Shielding the other adventurers. It's the other the part. The other part of your body that is not shielded from fire happens to be the length of your spine, the T zone of your face, <laughs> <laughs> leaving your uh, your trouble areas on your face. Your pores are now just destroyed. You just dry uh, right out. Oil starts. You get seborrhea. It's very bad. I have, my charisma has been officially lowered. <laughs> officially, the Office of Charisma has sent you a certificate. I will no longer be able to do the public negotiations on behalf of the adventuring party due to my charisma detriment. <laughs> God damn, I wish I could say this is the first time I've seen a bass guitar turn into a horse that was on fire, but it ain't. Does anyone here have a lariat? Well, just so happened. Malaria was in the bag with the money, but I do have a belt. That might work. All right. Does anybody else here have a belt? I'm gonna, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need at least a couple of belts. I to got tie seven belts. Right, I'll take, I'll take all seven of the belts you've got. There are a lot of strings on my corset. Give me those two. I need to put together a lariat quick, fast. Roll. 
four. Oh, I me ah. I really wanted to win that one. You successfully put together a rope, but not just any rope, a fine rope. Oh. A rope that your grandfather would have spent a full American dollar on back in 1830, whenever you lived. All right, got me a fine lay right here. I'm going to try to track down this bass guitar horse. The horse is, uh, oh yeah, the horse takes off his long gone. The only way I can place music to make people come and listen to uh, give money and all that, uh, you know, adventure stuff you need me to do is if you catch this bloody horse. Well, only one way to catch a horse is on another horse. One of y'all's going to have to act like a horse so I can get on your back and chase it. I don't know about that, as my spine has been encumbered by burn. Uh, it's going to be difficult for anyone to ride me, even a child. Uh, I do have the ability to summon up to 12 crows. Well, uh, 12 crows does equal one horse. Let's say everybody knows that. Yeah, it's true. That's an old saying. Yep. 12 crows, one horse. Who knows the difference? Nope, not the difference. Well, I, I mean, I can't think of a better time for you to summon 12 crows, because we're getting, we're in, we're, seems appropriate. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to, hold on now, y'all, I'm going to attempt to summon 12 crows. Um, I think I've only summoned three. <laughs> What'd you roll? I rolled three. Oh, well, I rolled an eight. Let's let's say, give the difference of five is five, uh, 12 minus five is seven. You have summoned seven crows. All right. Woo! That's as good as it gets. Seven crows right there. <laughs> however, however, <laughs> one of the crows is uh, uh, bone white, has no feathers, and uh, walks or is uh, attached in a sling underneath the other six crows. It's 15 times the size of a normal crow, and it has something in its eye that just keeps dripping out. Oh, hell, y'all. This is typically not, not happening. Jim, I think your burns might be affecting your power. I know it's the thing that those down, those darn darn fire boys there. They found the part of my body that was not immune to fire, and it's it's had an effect on my ability to summon a quality crow. And clearly, this one has been from a different dimension, and it's, I don't know if it, it might actually this might be more of a hindrance than a help. This crow, this big white crow, looks like some sort of nightmare plucked from the imagination of Doctor Moreau. <laughs> Well, it's an abomination, that's for sure. Well, maybe we should try to talk to it, eh? That's a good idea. Crow, do you speak English? After a fashion. After a fashion, he does. What's wrong with you? <laughs> this is how I'm supposed to look. I am a southern fried crow from Brazil. Do you think you and your friends could carry the weight of a man? They couldn't. But I can carry two people on my back if you don't mind getting a little juice on your legs. What is that coming out of your eye? Juice. Oh. Fruit I was, juice. I've been wondering about juice lately a lot. I fell out of a tree, you see, making uh. me fruit. Uh. So anything that comes out of me is juice. I, I heard someone say that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's a that's an interpretation of the detail. Does that mean well, <laughs> well, now now if somebody agrees with me, and all of a sudden it becomes a debate. Wait, yeah, does well, that mean that leaves are fruit? That you see, there you go. There, there, therein lies the rub of that <laughs> that uh, of that idea of what fruit is. If you don't lock this, it down, this debate is pointless. If you guys need some help, let me help you. Well, I'm gonna need to take to your back with my lariat. Well, we can find that burning bass guitar horse. Get on me. All right, all right. Uh, here we go. Ooh. Oh, that's, that is sticky. Yes. <laughs> Special juice. 
Dolly, I think you should else? hop up on there. And uh, me and uh, Clam here, we'll hobble around, and he can probably promote us up something. All right. That's right, yeah, promote us up a ride. Yeah, put, a, put the woman on me. <laughs> Let the woman go on me, buddy. Um, I'll sit on its face. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of petticoats. I can sop up all this juice. Oh, Besides, God. I fell out of a tree once. I might be a fruit, too. <laughs> <laughs> you sure are a peach. <laughs> oh, perfect. It's all making sense. So uh, you you climb on top of the bird um, and the horrible 15 times the size of a normal crow, oozing bone white, featherless crow, uh, storms off like a ostrich. <laughs> it just easily, easily carries the two of you. Whee! And whisks off into the forest, leaving the two of you youths to talk oh. to one another. <laughs> Uh, and also to deal with this uh, this whole um, girlfriend-wife thing. Mm. Well, and then there were two. <laughs> then there were two. But mm. really, we're never alone because fire's always watching. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. You so, both uh, look up and see the blazing sun, hot, hot fire in space staring down at you. Do you count that as fire? Oh, that is the daddy god of fire right Ooh. there. That is granddaddy number one, as they call him. <laughs> That's a granddaddy number one. He is a nuclear bastard. Mm. And he will spot, spit, fight, chew, and yell at you until you are nothing but a pile of dust. Did you say nuclear bastard? That's the name of my band. Wow, isn't that something else? Well, that's great, Toby. That's a good name. I'm just going to go and uh, poo and pee in the forest and All leave right. the two of you alone so I can't interrupt anymore. <laughs> Oh. I mean, you don't have to do that on our account unless it's something that you feel was... Excuse gonna... me a moment. I just need to interrupt what you're saying to go poo and pee so <laughs> I can't interrupt anymore. But I will say I've been listening to your, your you know, your uh, intelligent uh, diatribe against fire and I must say I think I totally agree. You know, uh, a fire's kind of an alien. That's right. Are you coming on that on your own accord, or you read some stuff, I, pamphlets I've published, my e-pamphlets? Well, I was taking aboard this, this craft, you know, in, the, in 1979, you know. Uh, Ian Fleming took me on board his craft. Okay. Oh. And he said, you know, I'm just fire, but I wrote James Bond because I've got a hobby. And then he said, yeah. you know, every fire is watching, and I just want you to know that in case it comes in handy later, and he is fire's greatest weakness. And he told me, and now I've got to go poo and pee, so I'll see you later. Wait, you told me that Ian Fleming is fire's greatest weakness? No, no, no. He told me fire's greatest weakness. Oh, oh. Just got to go okay. I thought that too. I thought we had to go right. get Ian Fleming, Fleming and throw him into the sun. Wait, hold on now. Before... <laughs> right. <laughs> That would be something else now. Don't mention that. <laughs> well, hold on. Before you go poo and pee, you mind Too late. I've oh, already right. started. Okay. Well, can, can you not talk and poo and pee? You're, uh, you know. Oh, I have to talk. If I have to talk when I'm pooing and peeing, it's got to be about what's coming out of me. <laughs> All right. Talk it out. Talk it out. Oh, Describe it. It's like a brown lariat. It's wrapped itself around me leg and it's tightening. Okay, now there's a Korean technique here. They use an eating octopus. It's an octopus style. What you got to do is you got to bite it. You got to bite down hard, real good and hard on that. It's wrapping around me face and nose yep. and I can't breathe very much anymore. You got to switch back left, switch back right. 
and then bite on that thing until it stops wiggling. Nothing but silence oh. emanates from the forest what? grove. What, does he have for lunch? <laughs> I'll tell you what he didn't have that killed him is fire. Because <laughs> that right there. That. I've heard of eating fiber, but... Uh, what kind of fiber was that? God. Well, that's something. Without, without it, this musician and his band to open up for Dolly, you will no longer have a drop. Shit. You must do something to save this person. Well, we've got to save his life. Okay, let's let's uh, let's let's join hands here, right? And use our power together to Roll. to rip off this uh, vehement shit log. <laughs> nine. I rolled a nine. Oh, you successfully hold hands. Continue. Ooh, uh, oh. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I guess we'll just have to have to um, attempt again to uh, save your musician's life here, who's in the balance of his own uh, excrement. Uh, roll. Can, can we attempt to remove this excrement that's killing him? You may attempt. Okay. Yes. This is the attempt. I rolled a natural 10. So whatever you did is a catastrophic failure. Six. So you tried it. Okay, so uh, the poo now expanding. Uh, It's it's gone sort of in the mouth of uh, Toby, whatever his last name was. And it is feasting on his insides and growing stronger and stronger, swelling up almost to human size as Toby shrinks down to uh, poo size. He's now about the size of... Change in places! Yeah. Uh, As soon as you reach for it and try and pull it out, it starts surrounding uh, Tony's hands and covering up his arms and tightening around his chest. Oh, it's got me now! Oh, you've got a lot of meat in you, boy. Oh, hell, I don't even know what to begin to do here. (laughs) This is a... This is, we are literally in the shit It right begins now. tightening and tightening. You are no longer able to breathe, uh, James. Oh, oh. Okay, I'm going to, uh... Oh, let me just uh, check this envelope here. Oh. <laughs> envelope open. Celebrity impress- impersonations hologram? Ah, the only way you can get out of this situation is by projecting a hologram from your uh, body of a celebrity that will distract the danger. What's a good celebrity for him? I think you should. Go, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna tell him off, Mike. Oh, that'd be good. We can try and guess who it is. Not bad. Not bad. All right. <laughs> All right. Mm. This is my last chance. I'll I've just. Got to... I'll just give you a bit of room to breathe here. Oh, <laughs> oh thanks very much. I've got to project this celebrity hologram. All right, here I go. <laughs> Hello, I um was a I, I'm a great author, and I wrote some wonderful books about spies that <laughs> I think were fabulous. And I'm a great author, and I'm lots of money. Let me. In- Can you guess who it is? Oh, oh. Is it Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> Oh, I think I can get. I think I know who that is. Well, I'm you pretty came sure. Up with it. You don't. <laughs> no, I, I'm you just. You told him I'm, what it was. I'm Jim Sugarman. I'm on the ground here. <laughs> I got. I got boots on the ground. Oh, damn! <laughs> I wonder if I can hint at who that might be, and this malevolent force will will find it. If just it distracting enough to rel- May I interrogate the thing? Sure. Are the books that you wrote This guy has the same voice as the bird As the, <laughs> the books that you wrote By any chance highly quotable I would say they 
are. I don't remember my voice now either. I would I would say they are. Are there are there a lot of great catchphrases where a man repeats his name and tells you how to make him uh how to whip up a little drink? Yes. You, sir, are none other than Sir Ian Fleming, the son of Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> <laughs> He did it! We did it! I successfully made a celebrity hologram impression! Great uh, job, Jim! Well, you didn't roll for it. Oh. Well, the, the poo uh, unwraps from you and wraps around the hologram. As the hologram ceases to exist, the poo loses all consistency and turns back into a wonderful lunch that the guy had earlier. <laughs> So in front of you now, you see about um, four uh, servings of uh, haddock, fried mm, haddock. Lovely, Ooh, lovely, Three lovely. farmer sausages <laughs> and mashed potatoes with beans and gravy on Ooh. top. Oh, I do love an English breakfast that's taken towards lunch. Uh, the the, the poo-sized uh, Toby swells back up to normal size. I need to rest, but I think I'll be fine later today if they can bring me back my base. Oh, we did it. Oh, wow, Tony, thank you so much for doing that. <laughs> oh, and thanks for your I, help as well. Meanwhile, on the other side of the forest, uh, fire base horses whips past, leaving a singed trail. Oh, there whip! <laughs> All right, after it, big, gross crow. <laughs> if I must, I will drive. <laughs> and it, uh, it whips off... Uh, I feel like we've just been running around in circles. There's got to be some more systematic way to do this. Well, uh, we guys got to get me within lariat length of this horse fire. Maybe if we laid out some sort of grid lines and worked the forest in a more interesting, you know, in a more uh, compartmentalized manner. Is that the word I'm looking for? Don't know what the other is doing. Compartmentalize this situation. If we keep secrets from each other, there's no chance of anyone finding out. That's what you mean by compartmentalize, right? I think I might have used the wrong word. Yeah, I think so, too, but we're stuck. We're just a couple of fruits in the woods. <laughs> Listen up, there's no time for a linguistic discussion when we're chasing after a flame and bass guitar made out of horse, all right? Or is there? Oh, well, all right. I mean, if we're going to do, if we're going to engage in a linguistic an debate, owl, an owl on the on the branch oh, of a no. tree above you. I think there is time for a debate on linguistics, and I'm never wrong. <laughs> well, I'm ha- I'm happy to get into it with you right now. I mean, there is a, a school of thought that thinks that certain words take on meaning, uh, even if it isn't the intended original meaning of that word, because the culture appropriates that word in such a way. Compartmentalization could be one of those phrases. Roll. Yeah, it literally is these days. Six. Oh, I'm partially convinced, but partially not convinced. Well, let me it go will on. take more than just words to convince an owl like me. Who knows? Who, who's, because of whose flight, he can easily spot any horses, fiery or not, in the mm. forest. I don't like this guy. Can you catch him with your lariat? Well, uh, let me go ahead and try. <laughs> Eight. Uh, you succeed. <laughs> For those of you who are not watching the live stream, Johnny Pemberton just made a cool snappy fingers movement above his head and seemed very enthused about my failing this role. Um, Get down here, college bird. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. Wait. 
you're a poli sci guy, right? What college are you from? Case Western Reserve, Cleveland, Ohio. Okay, so you yank the bird down by its foot. The bird lands on the ground and begins flapping, but can fly nowhere. Um, My useless degree at the University of Toronto has not prepared me to debate a poli sci major from Case Western. That's right. I mean, you do. <laughs> yep. Yep. Even though the uh, public education system in the United States is riddled with failure, the higher education system is still envied around the globe. <laughs> well, I only paid $4,000 a year for my education. How about you? Let's not get into it. All right. <laughs> what I'm going to need you to do here is fly high above the forest and tell us where that horse base fire is. Okay. And you disagree to do that? Do you promise? I'm well. An owl promise is a very <laughs> important promise, and I can only make one during my lifetime, and then I'll die. <laughs> Have you made it yet? Are you dead? No. No. Say, you're quite beautiful. Why do you wear those sunglasses, snake hair? Oh, are you? It's a curse. Are you Cyclops from the X Men? No, but close. Cyclops from. Fantastic James, Four? James Marsden is a fine actor. Pardon me? What was his name? James Marsden portrayed uh, Cyclops in the X-Men motion picture. I'm willing to accept that words take on different meaning, but sounds can't. James Marsden. Margarine. Speaking of margarine, what was your tale, baby? <laughs> <laughs> well, me and my two sisters were both born with snakes for hair and... Mm-hmm. We turned all the nurses in the delivery room into stone. That's oh. how my parents found out I was a Gorgon. Gorgon? Yeah. They say the only thing an owl can promise something to and not die is a Gorgon. <laughs> I can promise as much as I want to you. I promise to love you forever and ever. Well, I didn't ask for that. I'm <laughs> married. I promise to take you into my home. I don't think I'd fit. My family would welcome you as one of their own. Listen, I'm I'm married. Now, I'm trying to do all your... this for my husband, Carl Thomas Dean, who I love. Oh, so I'm to be a lonely owl forever. Dolly, Dolly, can I talk to you for a second? Of course, sugar. All right, now listen, that lima back there to the camp, he made a sacrifice and let that weird, strange bass player sleep with his wife, Julia Roberts. But Julia Roberts <laughs> was already with the bass player and just wanted permission from well, the husband. Well, the fact is, we're all going to have to take one for the team at some point here today. Now, you engage at least in the promise of relations with this bird. You don't have to fall through with it. i got to call my husband for permission. Okay. <laughs> Roll. I got a nine. I got an eight. You successfully call your husband. Carl? Yes. Same voice, three characters. Carl, is that you? Yep, it's me, Carl, the husband of Dolly Parton. I know we've been married since 1966, and I know that I've been (laughs) mostly faithful to you, although the mirror online said possibly I'd cheated a lot during our relationship, but... I never put stock in no rumors on no television. I know you don't, (laughs) sugar. I know you don't. The thing is, I believe I need to copulate with an owl... I'm in an awful bind, and I can't tell you why, but I gotta make a lot of money. <clears throat> Looks like the priestess at your birth was telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you can have sex with this owl. Sure, but then, well, uh, my relationship with you would come to an end, and the snap back of the love would strangle you to death. 
Well, I don't. Want I'm waiting. My weed is hard. <laughs> I thought you just had one hole for all your business. I'm a boy owl. I have a one hole for my business, and I also have a pea shooter to drop out a couple white gifts. <laughs> oh my. I don't mean to over-sexualize the only female character in the podcast. No, I've done it to myself. Blame the victim. Oh, dear. I've invited it in. Look at this bosom. <laughs> All right, Carl, I think I have to do this for my friends. Uh, just then, the, the, uh, uh, Carl cries into the phone. His, his uh, tears begin strangling your heart. You actually uh, feel tremendous uh, uh, pain in your chest. Uh, I'm having another heart attack, I think. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Carl, don't make a big deal out of this. As he cries harder and harder and repeats the word gosh over and over and over again, your heart ceases to beat. You hit the deck. <gasps> your hand still moves if you want to reach for an awful over uh. too. Who knew love was so hard? Envelope open. What'd you get? Mindlink. Mindlink. In Mindlink, one player is given a sheet of questions and the other player is given a sheet of corresponding answers. Both of them listen to music in their earphones so that they cannot hear one another speak. When one player asks a question, the other player must answer the question without knowing what it is. If the question and answer match, they have successfully completed a mind link. Four mind links are necessary to survive. Okay, Ian, can you hear me? Ian, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you what? hear? Was, yeah, that's perfect. Oh. Should I'm I go? Like this. Can you hear me? And you can tell me. Give me, me a thumbs no. up. Are you ready yeah. first? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Ready? Go. What do conservatives say when you say season's greetings? My friend, you have diarrhea. What's the famous line from the movie Network? I now pronounce you man and wife. What might a doctor say after administering a pregnancy test? I think I should commit suicide, but I'm scared. How did Edward R. Murrow sign off his radio broadcasts? You're fired. Paraphrased, what is Hamlet's uh, to-be speech saying? Good night and good luck. What is Donald Trump's catchphrase? Everybody be cool! This is a robbery! Any of you fucking pricks moving, I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you! What do you say if you get shot? According to your urine, you are with child. What would the doctor tell you if your symptoms were a loose, runny stool? I need an ambulance right away. I've been shot. What are the famous lines in the opening of Pulp Fiction? They've declared war on Christmas. What does a priest say right after you're married? I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. <laughs> Is that it? You're done? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Zero. You guys got zilch. Oh, oh no, Dolly. Catastrophic failure. Dolly's uh, heart not only stops beating, but it crawls out of her throat, <gasps> launches itself onto the uh, dink of the owl, and uh, just jerks the owl off. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. 
Oh, that's the greatest visual. The uh, owl, <laughs> now sexually gratified, launches into the air. Yuppie, yum, yoo-hoo, yum, yuppie. <laughs> Making happy sounds. It soars around in circles above you, and then it uh, says, North by northeast, about six feet away from you. It was standing next to us the whole time. Well, dang it, that'll teach you to be more aware of your surroundings, huh? Dolly's sexually used up heart. Well, I'll pick you up and put you in my pocket there. I can't leave you here. Jolly's heart grows uh, a couple of eyes in the aorta and a mouth in a ventricle so it can communicate. That was the most humiliating thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> well, clearly you've never had to do a thesis defense in front of those yahoos down there at Dartmouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I haven't. <laughs> yahoos at Dartmouth. <laughs> right. Well, six feet away, I've got to prepare my lariat and take on this flaming bass guitar of a horse. Hey, it's only my heart that's still alive. Why don't you throw my corpse at it and incapacitate it? <laughs> oh, that's a great idea, Dolly's sexually used up heart. <laughs> my body's mostly metal. <laughs> by, by this point. Oh, two. Oh, you throw the body at the horse and the body lands on the horse and the horse rides away. <laughs> With the body flailing around like one of those used car lot spaghetti things. You know those things? I yeah, yeah, Windy, yeah. Guy. Windy guys. Hey, after it, after it, big gross bird. Fortunately, the horse bashes its head directly into a tree as it rides away. The body bounces off and wraps itself around the heart. The heart is still the only thing that's alive, but it's in the body again, and that's progress. I don't like losing things I spent a lot of money on. I'm glad to have my body back. <laughs> the uh, the horse uh, is dazed and confused. It oh. can't. It could goes. You just get it. Just take the horse. All right. I go. Okay. Come, okay. Hot, hot horse. Hot horse. All right. I'll blow on it a little bit. Good work, Orlando. Now we got to make this thing look not on fire, so Jim won't try to kill it. All right. Well, nothing you can do to me. I'll be staying on fire until someone with a, a strength against fire touches me. Might as well rejoin the group. Why don't we try to slip it inside my skin? <laughs> smuggle it back. All right. Let's put it in okay. your flesh envelope and bring it back there to the camp. I just uh, think it's me. Zero. Uh, it's a ten. He has a ten. No zeros in uh, ten. in this universe. Um, I rolled a one, so it is a catastrophic failure on my part. The uh, horse's body becomes exactly Dolly Parton's body minus the width of the skin and a heart. It fully wraps around the heart, integrating the heart into its body, and uh, becomes perfectly the size of Dolly Parton's skin. Your heart integrates into the nervous system, and you are now kind of like a neuroparasite that controls your own body from the heart. But I'm also somehow a bass guitar and a horse? Yeah. All right. So that's a failure on my part somehow. <laughs> I feel so alive. Your eyes and mouth are still on the inside of the body. Though. <laughs> so like when you talk, the mouth moves, but nothing comes out of it. And there's just hollow eyes? Yeah. With maybe smoke coming out of them? Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well let's, let's get back to the I'm going to head back. Yeah, absolutely. That went well. <laughs> uh, you arrive back and you see the following at the clearing where the two have been waiting. Oh, I feel oh, what a lovely meal. Oh, that was this that was just peachy good. Mm. I love I love like I said once before, I love the combination of a shoreman's lunch mm. with a classic ah. English breakfast. There's oh. nothing there's nothing you know, we call it. It's a plowman's lunch. Well plowman's I think is the same but with cheese. Oh, that's a good point. And I have cheese. a problem with dairy. 
Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh. I didn't mention this early on, but I have a lactose intolerance that sometimes pairs with cinnamon and banana. Hey, y'all, I hate to interrupt, oh, but uh, oh. Dolly, Dolly Gorgon's here's body is full of an on-fire bass guitar horse. Well, shit, that's not good at all. Uh, I, but I, it is a classic example of I told you so. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's great. My body can now accompany my singing, which is coming from a chest cavity. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you, her heart was expelled from her body at one point. It's a long story. It's a long story, but we're ready for the concert. It seems like you've had an adventure. Sounds like you've been to the House of Blues. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Well done. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> well, I don't know if you know about mi corazón, but it's a Spanish term for heart, and typically you see that heart wrapped in fire to suggest that from the fire from within comes from the heart, which is, again, a misnomer of <laughs> the intelligence spread by the fire alien intelligence. But we can take it to heart, literally. <laughs> <laughs> And figuratively. Well, uh, I just need me base, and then we can print out some flyers and hand them out. <laughs> Fabulous. I'm perfect at that. I was a promoter. All In- right. Um, Here I am. Right. It's not really in a usable form, though. You're, you're sort of uh, well, lady-shaped. Have you ever played a lady-shaped base? Well, you know, when I was uh, six years old... You know, me dad sat me down and he drank a bunch of, uh, of scotch whiskey and he told me, son, this is my lady-shaped base and I want oh. to show you how to use it. And he started making me drink too. I became very, very drunk. And then suddenly, you know, the lady base, well, it was me mum. Let's just say it was me mum. <laughs> that is a heartbreaking well, that's story. That's a sad story. Yeah, yeah. Sorry I brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry I... Uh, well, you, couldn't have, you couldn't have known it was going to go that direction. No. No. He had placed right. six thin metal wires on me mum's face. Well, six. Then. And he called it a bass, even though that's what a guitar is like. <laughs> well, unless you got a six-string bass, in which case you'd be playing for... What's like, in, like, in corn? Yeah. You think I'm in corn? Are the deaf, <laughs> deft ones? Well, let, we're going to have to figure out a way to call out this bass guitar horse on fire out of Dolly Gorgon's body... So it can be played. The crackling sound of fire turns into the cackling sound of fire. Uh, I can't wait to see what kind of effect I put on my voice for this, but... <laughs> you can't control fire. Fire controls you and rock music. Well, thankfully, uh, I have been bestowed through knowledge the understanding of fire control. And I will manage this beast of flame. Fire shoots out of Dolly Gorgon's uh, eyes and mouth. Uh, <gasps> floating up above into a into something that looks a bit like the Michelin Man, I guess, but oh. made out of fire. Where's it going to say this is the first time I've seen this? <laughs> that was my skin, falling into a puddle. This, this is the true form of fire. Fools, can't you see above? My old not first grandfather beats down upon you as I call him here on Spouse's birthday day. <laughs> Come, Fire Lord! Come first, Grandfather! The sun begins to grow in the sky as it clearly is getting closer. And we'll only kill you. (laughs) Only kill uh, Sugarman. I feel like this is beyond my current scope of understanding fire. (laughs) I may need to summon something extra to help out with this. Envelope open. 
such as a kill with a song. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're going to have to sing the sun back into uh, its orbit. Or I guess technically sing the earth back into its orbit. All right, well. The earth smiles, oh. first of all. It nods and wakes up and says, I understand you need me to uh, move around. Do you have a song for me? I do have a song here for you, sweet daddy, Mother Earth. I will, uh, <laughs> I will sing to your asexual being from the depths of my intellectual mind. Here it goes. Uh, if anyone wants to join Harmony, that will only make it better, but I'll do my best. Yeah, See what I can do. Mm. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. You know that you got nothing on me Till you get back on me Where you came back from You got it I'm a stroke like a boom boy Oh baby baby. I'm a come back down Where you came from If you don't want me to be there I'm a one two trucker I'm a big bad fucker I'm a stand down honey gummy crook mother stucker. I'ma blast you back where you came from, baby. This is a good one. Luckily, I had my four track on, and I caught all of you in individual tracks, and I'll balance the song out later and release it as a demo for you if you want. We just need a fine promoter to put out what will be this land's greatest single. Anyway, I now close my eyes, become inert, and move back into my orbit. We did it! Hi! Oh, oh, on a great single to boot! Wow. <laughs> I didn't, I've never sang before. Well, well, you're a natural. You've got a great, you've got beautiful yeah. voice. Thank Absolutely. you. The great fire uh, uh, Michelin creature is pissed. You took number one grandfather away from me? Eddie... Eddie Fireman? Yes, ironic that I'm named Fireman when a fireman is what would destroy me. A lot of us often are conquered, you know, by what lies within. And I always thought it was ironic that firemen were called firemen because they don't make fire. They're more like watermen. Fahrenheit 451 makes the same point, but in far too many words. And that's why DARPA is evil. Fahrenheit 451 propaganda piece by DARPA. The fire creature swells uh, to increasing size. The grass all around you burns. All of your hair singes. The snakes die, eliminating any need for you to wear sunglasses, so you know. Uh, Because it is actually not your eyes that make people scared. It's the totality of the visage. (laughs) I read conflicting reports on the internet. Well, originally she didn't have snakes for hair at all. So we want to go all the way back to the early Attic pottery on which she is depicted as sort of a centaur-like creature. But anyway. um, Listen, I don't like the way this is going with this ever-expanding fire creature. I'm going to try With an ever-expanding frame of reference, <laughs> ancient Greece is part of it now. I'm going to I'm going to try to give it a stern look and see if that doesn't back it down a little bit. Cowboy look? A stern cowboy look. Looks like a nine to me. Zero. Ten. Yeah. Rule of ten. And looks like a nine. What? To someone who worked for the CDC, we're all safe from disease. Well, you know what? That 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 uh, die right there has been modeled by fire as to obscure its true nature. 
make it difficult for human viewers. All right, don't, don't, don't spoil the poppers here, all right? We got a tan here. We're going to do something with it and give them a stern look. So, Whether or not it has been molded by fire, which again, it's debatable. Could have been queen down. From like a piece of marble. No. Do you say hewn? No, is that hewn? It could have been. You be talking about this getting hewn down? No. Are you saying no, no, you said hewn? No, it could have been could have been hewn down from a from a, a, a piece down? that had hewn down. Hewn. How could it be hewn down? Yeah, everybody hewn down. I don't like being spoken of in the third person. I'm fire, and if you want to say fire hewn down on something, just say I hewn down on it. Well, fire could right here. Yeah, That's look clear. me in the eye if you think you you want to, you hate me. Listen, you devil creature from oh, outer space. I will look. Calling. Name calling. Just that's the that's the reservoir of the weak arguer. Well, no, that's just the reservoir of how I talk. <laughs> How's that stern look feeling, Fire? Well, let me look in all of your eyes one at a time. Over here, the uh, anti-fire racialist. <laughs> nothing. Behind there, I see nothing but the cold emptiness of a government job lost to incompetence. Well, now I'll look over here at this. Uh, plucky northern lad. Are you from Manchester? Doncaster, but I moved to Manchester early on. Oh, how early on? Oh, about uh, when I was about nine. Oh, alone or with your family? No, I lived alone. <laughs> I uh, had a flat there and I started club promoting actually at, at, uh, at that age, at nine, yeah. I promoted uh, school <laughs> to other kids. <laughs> from there it was natural to move into to clubs. Well, your eyes seem warm and wonderful to me. You're nothing but a good sort of man, and I'll just look over here at this uh, formerly snake-haired lady out of uh, in which my feet sit. I guess look back into where your feet are. Yeah. Down into my cavity where my eyeballs are in my chest. Oh, your heart is a pure heart. A heart with manners. Well, thank you. I felt dirty after what happened with that owl. Well, I'm sure that whatever happened with that owl... Well, uh, you handled with grace and civility. Well, thank you. Nice uh, to meet you. <laughs> now, let's just look around. Any other eyes I haven't Scope looked in? Any other <laughs> eyes I haven't looked in? Any other eyes? <gasps> Who is this? Yep, take a look at it. That's a stern look. I uh, can see for ten miles on the open plains. I can suddenly tell that I haven't got sand. You you ain't got even an ounce of sand, buddy. You wouldn't you wouldn't last forty five seconds on the back of a horse, and I'll tell you that for real. What do you do when the baby steer gets loose? What are you gonna do? Sort of try to burn it back into place? Then you cost yourself a steer. Why wouldn't I just call it back? Why don't you just call it back? You think a steer's gonna listen to you? You ain't got any gravel in your voice. <laughs> your eyes, I can't look away. Steely, I can't look away. Steely blue gaze. It begins to shrink and crawl back inside Dolly Parton's horse body inside her own Wait, we need, skin. To, we need to grab it before it gets back in the body. We need to play the guitar. I'm a real shrinker. Here I go. No, somebody grab... I'll, 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 okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to grab it, even though I don't have any resistance to fire. Use my body as your hands. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Mount me. All right. Here, just quickly throw some of this cinnamon I have in my pocket into my nostrils. It'll render me uh, putty in your hands, and I will be like an oven mitt but a body. Right. And then shove that body into my eye socket. <laughs> I'm... That's the only way. 
All of that happens. <laughs> oh, it feels weird. I don't know. There's no room for the fire. All right. I got you. Get my hands around it. Well, your hands. I'm fully wrapped. Uh, the fire squirts out into a little hot pill, which lands on the ground. <laughs> All of the it pops out of your one nostril, like a little capsule, like a little j- liquid gel for Advil, but it's red and it's uh, heat stink, uh, heat and stink lines are coming out of it. We gotta figure out how to turn this pill back into a bass guitar. I'll say. What if I promote it into a bass guitar? Well, you think you can make it's, a simple little pill seem like an actual bass guitar? I think we can use words in whatever way we want. Promote th- it, like at a job. I was really, yeah, you know. You know, if you if if you if you uh, make something hands. feel like it's something, it becomes that thing through the through a social process. If, if he's promoted as a bass guitar, he may actually feel like a bass guitar and become one. Right. I need all your help on this one. Okay, ready? Let's all look at the pill and say it together. You're a bass. 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 A huge throng of, of bass fans you're come out of the forest. They're like, we hear there's a, a like a bass here. We hear there's like a bass around here. Toby, grab the pill. It's a bass. It's a bass. Look, it's turning into a bass. That's a bass. Oh, I suppose I must play along. He picks up the pill and he begins. Uh, he holds it in between his finger and his thumb and air bases the rest of the uh, of the bass. <laughs> he immediately plays the opening riff to Space Hogs. In the meantime, <laughs> oh, yes. a wonderful bass line. Oh. <laughs> All the bass fans be, uh, pull out uh, their uh, what do you call um, flint in tinders I guess instead of lighters and they hold them up and begin swaying them back and forth but unusually the fire doesn't burn as all the fire in the area has been defeated by a grim cowboy stare the, the bass player was whipped into a frenzy he loses control of his body the bass becoming more an extension of uh, his body that he's not in control of. This is not coming out of my mouth very well. But basically, he acts nuts on the bass and comes up with whole new bass lines. New bass lines no one's ever heard before. Wow. Oh, it's beautiful. That's Fantastic. Beautiful. I've never heard that. Wow, this is nice now. Well, anybody got to, we got to get a scone into this in Jim Sugarman's oh, mouth. Oh, that's right. He just took one for the team when they had cinnamon. It was fun to scone and Wait. All our wives know. are coming, right? Oh, God, our wives. We, we've got to get one of them to get a scone. Right. Oh, oh God. Oh, where's me present, honey? In the There's distance, you're, you're, you're the first of the wives and husbands come. <laughs> oh, where's me present? It's me birthday. Is this concept for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. This whole, whole thing's for you. Uh oh, there are only three spouses left, and you haven't told any of them to get scones yet. The oh, first one just arrived. She's our, she's our guy. She's early. She's as early as she is beautiful. All, <laughs> of, all of your spouse stones begin vibrating, uh, warning you oh. to the approach of uh, your dangerous spouses. I can't believe Carl's coming. He was so mad at me last I spoke to him. Oh, yeah. Carl, I know you're mad at me, Carl, but did you bring a scone just by any chance? Why would I think of that on my own? I don't know. I was Someone's got your Julia Roberts. Julia, I've got to get Julia to pick up a scone on the way. Roll. 
five. Oh, you get Julia Roberts on the line, but you'll have to negotiate for the scone. Julia. <laughs> Look, um, you've got to come to this concert I'm putting on for you to uh, for our anniversary, because I love okay. you. But number two, we really need a scone. Well, I'll do one of the two. Oh. I'll either buy a scone or I'll come to the party. <sighs> All right, uh, Julia. Uh, Toby's here. And uh, if you want you Tell come... her I want a scone! <laughs> All right, I'm it's... hungry, fucking hungry. It's... My lunch came out and turned into a poo snake <laughs> and I haven't eaten since then. All right. <laughs> Didn't even include me in my own lunch. <laughs> All right, uh, Julia, if it's Toby that wants a scone, will you bring a scone? I think I could do something like that. <laughs> I'd love to. Tell her I'm a big fan of Aaron Brockovich while you got her on the line. Can you bring in a, a signed Aaron Brockovich Blu-ray? Oh, thanks. Right. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just swing by the gas station and pick one up. All right, thanks, Julia. See you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moments later, uh, Julia Julia Roberts landing craft makes contact with the <laughs> Earth. Uh, sh- jets of steam shoot out as the ramp lowers, and Julia Roberts hovers down. Hello, everyone. No, oh, Hollywood's here. You can relax. All right. Give us a scone. Uh, she chucks a scone at you. Yeah. Jim, pop it in your mouth. Come on. Oh, right. I'm, oh, woohoo. Wow. I've just instantly been reborn as the individual I've always meant to be. Feels great to be back. Hey, everybody. welcome back, buddy. It's good to be back. Sugar man. I don't know what your wife sounds like. Let me call something better than that. She just calls me. She calls Sugar man. Sugar man. Oh, wife. Did you buy me a present? I I do have a present from the dust of my loins for you. I have a song that is going to be promoted on a hit chart top and single hot radio station coming up here. It is a delayed gift. Oh, well, as long as you gave me a a little handwritten coupon for it, I'd be very pleased. And I have prepared that. It is a handwritten, scrawled in a de-deviled pencil that that promises a, a harmonic single. That does not include any of the devil's notes. All right. Uh, the concert begins. Uh, the bass player wails. Dolly Parton wows the crowd. They begin throwing gold coins and silver coins on the on the stage. A merchant walks by and speaks to each one of you individually by saying basically the same thing. If your wife or husband needs a gift, just give me some money and I'll give them the thing they want right away. Or will I scoop up some of that uh, gold and silver and hand it to the merchant? Merchant, merchant takes the gold and silver, hands you whatever it is your wife wants. Let's say um, Aaron Brockovich signed DVD. It's an Aaron Brockovich signed DVD. Meaning you have a DVD and a Blu-ray now. <laughs> Aaron Brockovich. This one's for watching and, and this a, one's for looking at. And he hands you a coupon for a di- free digital download Whoa. as well. Those are great. Well, it's fantastic. Yeah, watching on my laptop on planes. You get the uh, best of both worlds. Absolutely. Give me money and I'll give you the thing. I love that. I really have to please my husband. He's very unhappy with me. Well, hand me some money. (laughs) Here you go. Here you go. Oh, I couldn't take money from you. You're too polite. Here's the thing that your husband (laughs) wants most in the world. It's a picture of you signed by Julia Roberts. (laughs) 
All right. Framed in a rope made out of Julia Roberts' hair braided. Oh, a hair wreath. (laughs) He does collect them. He does. Celebrity hair wreaths. He does. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Over to you, my friend. All right. Here's a bit of money. Oh, a tenner. (laughs) (laughs) He adopts the accent. What? Oh, for Julia, uh, he gives you um, an, an autographed copy of Julia Roberts herself because there are two Julia Roberts, one of whom is a fan of the other. Wait a minute. If there's two Julias, one could be with Toby and one could be with me. I was thinking exactly the same thing. That is much. the nature of collective consciousness, which is the only true <laughs> weapon we have as humans against the alien intelligence. So he, uh, you're given a, you basically bought a Julia Roberts with an autograph, let's say, tattoo across her left eyeball in the white. <laughs> and then uh, Mr. Sugarman... Um, it's up. It's all yours now. Well, I I will give you. I'm gonna hold on to the money. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the money. My wife is a is a simple woman, pleased by promises alone, and she will be. Uh, she has stated for the record that she was happy uh, receiving the hit single that's recorded. And I'll keep that money to put down an investment against a bunker. Then perhaps I can give you something for yourself. Well, I will just give me money. Oh, okay. Here's here's a couple money. ducats for you, buddy. Uh, he takes them, looks at them, and they're actually florins. He shakes his head that you don't understand <laughs> which which country the money is. <laughs> <laughs> These are from uh, Italy and oh. not from Holland, but oh, it's an um, ancient they, coin. He hands you something. It is the shape of a tooth. Without asking, he takes out one of your teeth. He puts this in in its place and explains that whenever you need to bite down on the tooth. And you will get a free, full-sized, 16-ounce Coca-Cola drink that will pour into your mouth and a little bite of scone. Oh, oh wow. This is about out, the, the best gift I've ever received. I do have one question. He throws cinnamon in, a, in your face and hits your face with a banana. Try it out. <laughs> well, how do I bite down in a tooth as it is the surface of biting itself? Uh, the the logic uh, conflict of that makes the tooth grow slightly larger, so it <laughs> protrudes. Uh, but okay, oh, <laughs> I, I, I get it now. This makes a lot more sense to me. <laughs> Woo! Uh, effervescent Coca-Cola fizz shoots out everywhere, but you still get the scone out, and your arm begins working again. Oh, wow, that works so well. <laughs> Every time you turn around cinnamon, you're just going to shoot coke, frothy Coke out of your nose to feel better. That's Coca-Cola really... has cinnamon in it. No, we it all, doesn't. We all have <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Shut up. You've all succeeded successfully. You're the first party to make it all the way to the end and successfully please your spouses. Congratulations, everyone. Oh, you made it. Thank you. Oh, thanks. All right, guys. That's it for Party of Four. My guests have been Ian Carmel, Becky Johnson, James Hartnett, Johnny Pemberton. Thank you very much, everyone, and uh, please, please, please listen to more of these. It cost me $800 per episode to do this. <laughs> I have to buy new mics every time because everyone spits all over them. Sorry about that. Yep. Goodbye from Party of Four, the only party for four. Yay! Woo!